What is going on, guys, and welcome back to another Philosophy Fitness Podcast. Now, in today's podcast, I actually want to talk about, um, you know, something that's very deep, and I haven't talked about this ever, and this is honestly my story, right? So if you're somebody who has been wondering, you know, what background I came from, how my, you know, life was before being a fitness coach, then strap in because there's a lot to unfold. And basically the main thing that I want to go over in this podcast is doing the damn work. All right. Most of you listening, you know, probably are upset with your current situation, whether that be a job that you hate, your health, you look in the mirror, you're not confident, you're disgusted with who you are, you're probably in a bad relationship, um, you know, etc. Right. And again, to sum it up, before I go into it is you need to do the fucking work. You know, life isn't going to bring you opportunities and then have you um, do the opportunity for you or take action on the opportunity for you. You have to put in the work. You have to sacrifice things. You have to add habits to your life in order to see things change. You might have to cut people off that you actually enjoy being around hypothetically, but in the grand scheme of things, they're actually ruining your progress, ruining your happiness, ruining your life, all right? And that doesn't go just with people around you or people you're hanging around. There might be certain habits in your life that you need to cut back on or even completely cut out because, again, it's keeping you comfortable, it's keeping you stagnant, and it's not fulfilling the future life that you want, the future life that you deserve. Now, let's back it up a few, right? When I was a kid, you know, I didn't grow up in a in a household where, you know, things were always bought for me, whatever I wanted was bought, um, you know, where I got my first car when I graduated, um, you know, things. There were certain things that opened my eyes to, you know, having, knowing that eventually I'm going to have to do the work and I'm going to have to you know, do this with effort and not have anybody do it for me or anybody, um, you know, take me where I want to be, right? So most of you listening, um, you know, might have had your first car bought for you, right? You might have had um, a job opportunity with uh, one of your family members, your parents, um, you know, you, you come home and you have dinner made already, hot, right? Warm. Um, you know, things that you didn't have to worry about, other people worried about, right? And when you come from a certain background where you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, bills being paid, bills being met on time, um, food being put on the table, uh, you know, there are certain things that you don't realize that you're going to eventually have to sacrifice once those are not in place anymore. Okay, so to, you know, back it up, as a kid, I came from, again, a low-income household where things weren't as normal as some other kids would say is normal. So, you know, to start it off, you know, there was times where I would see my dad balling up shirts, right, and using them as pillows just to make sure that every single one of his kids and all of my siblings had pillows to sleep on, right? Right. He would sleep on the ground, 
uh, you know, ball up pillows for himself. He would give up blankets. He would cover up with pillowcases. Like there was things that he would sacrifice so that his kids could be comfortable, so that his kids could have the life that they deserved, right? Even if it was at his expense. So growing up and seeing that, you know, wasn't normal for me, right? It wasn't something that most kids seen, right? So I seen certain things that has helped me appreciate the life I have now in understanding what actually comes from doing the work, right? And to add to that, you know, there was, there was houses where, you know, we lived in, um, in, in one in particular where, you know, lightning, heaven forbid, struck the hot water heater, right? And this was a hot water heater that was outside. And unfortunately, we didn't have enough money to replace the hot water heater. So what we had to do was there was a pump well, a hand pump well that you can pump water at um, about two to three miles down the road. And what we'd do is we'd take gallon jugs and we would walk to this pump well and we would pump water in these gallon jugs and we would walk them back to the house. From then, we would put them on a, a we would put them in a pan, right, and put them on the stove to then heat them up in this, on the stove to warm up the water for bath temperature. Then we would put those into a tote so that we can bathe in a tote because we only had a stand-up shower right so then you know seeing the you see my dad ball up shirts sleep on the ground um give his beds up to my siblings and kids and then on top of also having to do that in order to bathe again it opened my eyes to knowing that if i put in the work and if i all i look at is the light at the end of the tunnel this too shall pass right so with that being said, um, you know, a few weeks later, you know, about a month later, um, our, our furnace went out, right? And once that happened, we then had to get a, one of these torpedo kerosene heaters where you put kerosene in it. Um, if you don't know what these are, it's basically you put kerosene in it and it, it burns the kerosene and it, you know, creates a flame so that you can then, um, you know, have heat. And this was put in the living room. Now, this house was pretty big. It had a basement. It had two living rooms. Um, uh, of course, a kitchen, a shower, um, bathroom, and then also three rooms upstairs. So we all had to, you know, live in the living room and sleep in the living room with the kerosene torpedo heater because, again, this house couldn't be, it couldn't heat up with this kerosene heater and our, our heater was broke. Um so with that being said, again, there are things that I've seen that help me appreciate where I'm at today in knowing that if I put in the work and, you know, because I've seen these certain things that I, I am very, very appreciative of what I have now and what I'm capable of doing as long as I keep my head on straight, as long as I keep my head looking forward and I don't look back. Because when you look in the rear view, when you look at your past, when you look and you, you, you decide to, you know, wallow in guilt or, um, you know, decide to just sit there and, and mourn for yourself or even uh, sit in despair because of the things that happened or because of what happened yesterday, 
you are going to be distracted by what's in front of you because you're looking in the rearview mirror, right? You're crying over spilled milk. So, you know, with that being said, all of that goes on. Um, we actually end up uh, losing the kerosene heater because the person that gave it to us wanted it back. All right, so after that was given up, um, we decided we had to move, right? We had to move out and go to a different place. Um, so we ended up moving shortly after that. And uh, from then, you know, it still continued. There was, there was things that, you know, that needed to be done in order for us to scoot by and just keep on, um, you know, living as best we could. And, and mind you, my parents did the best that they could at the time and for what they had in order to give us a life that we needed um, and put, you know, food on our plates, a shelter over our head. And I give them very high respect for that. Um, you know, so as we moved a month or two later, we, uh, you know, we had to go to school and this school had a uh, dress code. So we had to dress in uniform. Um, and again, this costed more money than being able to just go in there wearing whatever, right? We had to buy certain uniforms, certain shoes. Uh, we had to wear belts, tuck our shirts in, things like that. Um, so we had to, of course, buy, buy more expensive clothes um, and also have, have enough clothes for five days a week. So what we had to do, because we didn't have the funds to do that, I had to share clothes with my siblings. And the only siblings I have are sisters. So I had to share pants, shirts, um, and, and, you know, good thing that they were uniforms because they weren't girl clothes. They were basically unisex. Um, and I was able to scoot by like that. So clothes had to be shared. Um, and again, this, this woke me up, right? At a young age, I was seeing these certain things and then I would go somewhere else and I would see, uh, you know, a much better, um, a more higher income lifestyle that, you know, gave me hope. And it also opened my eyes to, okay, there is a way out. There is certain things out there that can bless you as long as you're doing the work, as long as you're keeping your, your eyes forward and you're not moving back, right? No matter what it is that you're going through, no matter what childhood you've, you've been through, the child background, um, any of your trauma, again, there is always something that is, you're one step away, one decision away, one person away, one handshake away from your life changing forever. You just have to keep your mindset clear. You have to keep your mindset good. You have to keep it healthy and always looking at the better side of things, right? So as a kid, you know, on top of all of that, there was times where we had to stand in line for food at a food bank, right? Because we didn't have enough money to get food and feed every single one of us um, on a weekly basis. So there was times where we had to sit at a food bank and, um, you know, stand in line for, for a box of food, cans, cornflakes, things like that, right? And again, my parents did the best that they could um, with what they had at that given time. And I can't thank them enough for that. But, you know, you can either... And the takeaway here is you can either use 
the things that happen to you, the negative things, or you know, however you call them, the bad things, um, the unfortunate situations in your life as a crutch to keep you where you're at right now. Or you can use them as a channel to create the life that you want, to make sure that you will never go back to that position no matter what, because you are willing to do the work. You're willing to sacrifice certain things in your life that are going to propel your life forward. Now, most of you listening right now are probably listening on a phone, right? And some of you are probably using this phone and you pull it up, you go on Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, anything that you use on a daily basis. And instead of using it to help you or help you become happier um, or push your life forward in a more fulfilling way, you use it to compare yourself. You use it to comment on people's posts in a negative way, to ruin their day, right? You, you create hate and malice on your phone, and most of the things you do are either drama-based or problem-based. Nothing on your phone is used as you know, something that's beneficial to you. All right. So fast forward to, you know, just a few years ago, I was working a nine to five, right? All through high school, as soon as I graduated high school and, you know, shortly after high school, there's a few job changes that I had. And, you know, the first job that I had was, of course, McDonald's. Um, then I moved to landscaping, plowing. I was managing um, a company right outside of high school as soon as I graduated. Now, from that, I knew it was seasonal and it wasn't consistent pay, so I moved to a welding company, right? And I was here for two years, and this was a strict nine to five where, you know, you were paid every week, um, you know, you got occasional overtime, but the schedule remained the same every single day, every single week, right? And, you know, it was good for a year, a good, you know, year and a half, but there came a time where I kept waking up and I realized that I was meant for more, right? I was meant for something more than what God was calling me or whatever you believe in was calling me to do other than go into a factory job and weld parts together, right? For eight to 10 hours a day. Now, some of you may be okay with a nine to five, or be okay with working for somebody else or having the job that you have now and you're comfortable and you like that. Um, you know, and it provides food on the table for your kids, it pays your bills well, and you have some pocket change at the end of the week for you to, you know, live a life that you like, right? And those people I'm not talking to right now, okay? But if you are one of those people, you can still listen in and probably get some value out of this podcast. So I, I was waking up, right, and, you know, about a year and a half in, this is about six months before it ended, and I, I decided, you know, this, this wasn't what I was wanting to do. This isn't my calling. Um, I would wake up, and I would literally have tears in my eyes as I'm putting my welding uniform on in order to go into work and work for somebody that, you know, was chasing their dreams and uh, I wasn't chasing mine, right? And this is, I started at 19 years old, all right? And I went to 20 years old, and uh, right before 21 years old, I quit. Um, but in that time, you know, I thought I had, 
you know, I thought I had, I found, I found the job. I found the best thing that, you know, I could have. Went from 14 an hour working there to before I left, within two years, I was, I, I had a $6 raise. So I went to 20 an hour, you know, and as a 20, 21 year old, that is good money, right? It's secure money. It's money that's coming in every single week. You know on Friday that you're getting a check cut. You know exactly how much you're getting paid every single week because after two years, the same amount of hours a week, the same wage, you understand exactly how much you are getting. Now, the thing that um, kind of opened my eyes to realizing that it wasn't for me is, you know, with a nine to five job, with a job that, you know, a possibly corporate um, you know, you can go in, you can decide one morning and go in and work two times harder than you usually would and your pay would stay the same. You can produce two times the amount of work that you were producing the week prior because you decide to go in there and work twice as hard and your pay still remains the same. So, with that being said, that opened my eyes to realizing, okay, I need to create either a product or service on my own to where when I work harder, my income increases, right? My income reflects the amount of effort that I am putting in. And that's what I did. So on my birthday, I decided to quit my job and I invested into a mentor. Now, um, I'm going back to the start of this podcast with do the damn work. And this is exactly what my mentor said, right? Most of the time, you know, most of the people that are listening to this, you know, free is only going to get you so far. Trying to do things for free, trying to learn everything for free is going to honestly cost you more than just making the financial investment and hiring an expert with, with anything that you want to learn more of, right? So I wanted to take my passion, which is fitness, full-time. I wanted to be a full-time coach. I wanted to create income off of, you know, the thing that I'm passionate about so that I can finally do what I love and, and have the freedom that I want. And so I realized I couldn't do it on my own. Otherwise, I would have been doing it on my own and I wouldn't have had the nine to five. I wouldn't have had tears coming out of my eyes every morning, put my uniform on to go and chase someone else's dream instead of my own. So I decided to invest in somebody that knew what the fuck they were talking about. So what they did was they took the information that I had, where I was at, and also matched my drive and my effort with their mentorship. And I, and I ended up making 10000 in my first month, right? Because again, I did the damn work. And not to mention, when I quit my job, I got rid of my TV, now, some of you probably can't do this. Some of you are probably listening right now and you got big eyes and you, you, you're, you're feeling like I just committed murder because I got rid of my TV, right? You're like, oh, hell no. I can't get rid of my Netflix, my Bridgerton, my you, my, um, you know, whatever the fuck is on Netflix right now that you're binge watching every night and wasting your fucking time watching it when you could be living the life that you want instead of, you know, staying up too late watching fucking TV and then continuing that cycle the next day of hating your job, right? I got rid of my TV. That was the number one thing that propelled my business forward because no longer was I sitting around doing useless shit. I wasn't watching 
TV shows for hours on end when I knew I had to be up early the next day. So every single second, minute, and hour that I would have been watching TV and endlessly scrolling on my phone while having background, you know, background movies and TVs and music um, there with me, I decided to use that time to read, to invest in myself in more information and also putting in the work in order to get my business to where it is today. All right, so just to give you a little reflection, when I was working at the welding job, I could never surpass 40,000 a year. Now again, for some of you that is good money and I'm not knocking it at all, but what I needed was more freedom, all right? I did not want more money, I didn't want um, you know, more, you know, I didn't want better cars, watches, shoes, better clothes. I did not want any of that. I wanted my freedom. I wanted more time so that I could hang out with my family more, create more of an impact and control my schedule. Okay. So with doing the work within a year, because I've been in business for about a year now as a, as a coach, I went from barely being able to hit 40,000 a year to just in my first year of coaching, surpassing 100,000 in one year. So I 2X'd my income by number one, getting rid of my TV. As soon as I quit, I got rid of my TV. Not to mention I bought a house and got a mortgage probably three or four weeks before I quit. Now what this did was it burned the boats. All right, and the only option is to sink or swim. And what I did was I swam. I decided that, okay, I'm going to invest in this mentor, which was the last bit of money I had after investing into getting a mortgage, getting a house. I gave him the last bit of money that I had in my account. And mind you, at this time, I didn't have a job. I had zero clients. I had I had no longer had a job. I no longer had checks coming in on Friday. Um, and I decided to give this man the rest of my money. And the only option was to do what the fuck he said, right? Do what he said, put in the work, and make this shit happen. And I was willing to wind up on my parents' couch if this didn't work, all right? So there was no safety net. I burned the boats, I burnt the paddles, and there was no longer a safety net there. So with that came... The mentality, again, of sink or swim, fight or flight. It's either you're going to sacrifice things and create the life that you want, or you are going to remain comfortable with the shit that you keep on you know, entertaining in your life, whether that be your phone, whether that be TV shows every night, whether that be going out and eating um, at these high-end restaurants and playing the role that you're, you're there, you've made it in life, you're rich. In, in, re, in reality, you're just scooting by. The extra money that you get, you're using it to go out and eat, going out and watching movies, right? Doing these extravagant things to make yourself look like you're playing the role, look like you are making the money that you probably aren't making, and you're wasting valuable time. You're wasting opportunities that you can be using in order for you to, again, have a fulfilling life. And you're just not ready to do the fucking work, right? So with that being said, I got rid of my TV. And now all that's left is a phone. 
and I decided to, instead of consume content, instead of get on my phone and scroll for endless hours, compare myself to other people, comment on people's um, posts to aggravate them or start arguments, which I see still to this day, um, I decided to create content. I, I decided to get in front of the, the damn phone and start talking to it about what I was passionate about. And this is fitness, right? I decided to talk about what the hell I knew until I learned more. And then I would talk about more. And with that came, you know, awkwardness. It came anxiety. It brought on, you know, people judging me. But again, if you know what the hell you're passionate about, you need to go all in on that. And you don't need to listen to anybody if you know wholeheartedly that you are living out your passion, if you are doing what you love, then who the fuck cares, right? Who the fuck gives a fuck? There are people that have bullied me in high school um, or, you know, as a child, they have, uh, you know, beat me down, made fun of me that are now my clients. Okay, so let that sink in a little bit. There are people in your life right now that you are listening to that you don't even like. And you're letting them fuck up your energy. You're letting them steer you to a life that you do not enjoy. You're living your life for people that aren't willing to enjoy your company. They don't even give a fuck about you. In fact, they talk about you when you're not around. And they might even talk about you when you are around. And what you're doing is you're trying to live this fake extravagant life. You're putting these um, pictures up on you know social media, um, portraying this fake uh, you know mirage of you have your life all all figured out, all good, and you're living your best life. When in reality, behind closed doors, you are upset. You're you're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You might be in an abusive relationship. You might be in a job that you hate, and you probably look in the mirror. And you don't see the person that you want to see. Okay. And most of this has to come with, again, not doing the work and not sacrificing certain things in your life. All right. So what I'm going to do now is give you some actionable steps in order for you to move forward and have a fulfilling life. No matter what your goals are, these are going to help you push that needle forward. Number one is having a set schedule. You need to have a set schedule. You need to wake up at the same time every single day, no matter if it's weekend or not. Okay. You need to put your body on a schedule. We are, we are very adaptive creatures as humans, and it is better for you to you have a routine, wake up at the same time every day, no matter what. Most of you wake up early for somebody else and you go into a job and, and work on someone else's dreams. And then once it's time for you to wake yourself up on the weekend, you sleep until noon. You're not ready. You're not sacrificing shit. In fact, when it's time for you to do the work on your own and, and you know provide and have opportunities provided to you to actually show the universe, show yourself that you can hold yourself accountable and actually do the things that you want to do, you decide to be comfortable. You decide to sleep in on the weekends. But Monday through Friday, you'll get up at 5.30 for somebody else and, and show up on time. But once it's time to use 
the, the time that you have outside of work to build a business or build a life that you want or go to the gym and invest in yourself, you decide, you know what, I'm going to give myself some slack. You know what, I'm not going to do this because, you know, there's no point. Why the hell is that happening, right? Why the hell is it you do that? You're not ready. You're not ready to sacrifice the certain things that have been chaining you down to this life that you hate in order to fly and soar above this life that you want. So my question to you is, do you really want this? Or do you just say you want it? Is the idea better for you than actually doing the work and getting the results that you want and having the life fulfilled of the one that you want? Okay. So number two, after you, you know, create a routine, wake up at the same time every day, go to bed, um, have a bedtime and have a bedtime at the same time every day. Number two would be, there are people around you that you know you have to cut off, but you're being too soft. You feel like, you know what, I'm going to keep these people around because my goals aren't important enough. I'm going to keep these people around me because I feel bad that I want better for myself. I feel bad that my standards are rising. I feel bad because what they may think about me. Here's the deal. If your friends only get with you and, and message you uh, when it's time to drink, smoke, uh, you know, talk about drama, talk about shit that there's no solution to, you need to get rid of those people. You are the three to five people you hang around. All right. There's this saying and it's tried and true and it's show me your friends and I will show you your future. It is impossible for you to be around someone that's pessimistic, that doesn't care about having anything more in their life than just drama, excuses, problems, um, hate, malice in their heart, then uh, with you not having that as well. You're going to adapt to that. We are adaptive creatures. And you decide that you want to be around this person because what they're going to feel if you decide you move on. Or how they're going to react if you decide to tell them that you want to change things up. You want to stop these certain bad habits. You don't want to hang out on the weekends anymore because every time you hang out with them, you drink. All right? You need to stop giving a fuck about what others think, especially if the people that you think are going to give a fuck don't even give a fuck about you. All right? And some of these people love you. Some of these people are your family. Some of these people are your closest friends. Some of these people are your spouse. Okay? You need to set the standard. And you need to hold yourself to that standard. Now, number three is the last and final one. And this is understanding that you cannot do this on your own, right? If you see yourself achieving your goals on your own, you are not thinking big enough. You're not. You're not thinking big enough. And you, in fact, have ego wrapped up in whatever it is that you plan on doing with your life, whatever ambitions or goals that you have, you have ego wrapped up into it. 
the number one step to moving forward, and I say this because I get on the phone with hundreds of people a day that are wanting to invest in my program, they want to hand me their credit card in order to change their life, is vulnerability. Being able to be honest with yourself and others and asking for help, especially if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, okay? When I first quit my job, I didn't know how to run a business on my own. I didn't know how to attract clients. I didn't know how to get people into my business, involved into my business, under me as clients. I knew how to get them results. I knew how to work out. I knew how to tell somebody to work out. I knew what to tell them what to eat. But I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to manage finances. I didn't know how to talk to people in a business way, right? So I decided to hire a mentor because if I would have tried to do it on my own, I would have wound back up in the same nine to five that I hated. And there's some of you that feel like you can do everything that you want for free. You feel like you can scoop by just doing it all on your own with the knowledge that you have. And I'm going to tell you right now, Doing, trying to do everything for free, trying to figure everything out on your own is going to cost you more than actually investing in whatever it is that you need help with, all right? So if you're trying to quit your nine to five, if you're trying to start your business, if you're trying to become healthier, um, get your body right, uh, you know, we can go as far as if you want to, you know, have a better hair, you want to have uh, better skin, you're going to have to hire an expert. You, When something goes wrong with your washer, when something goes wrong with your uh, you know, dryer, your furnace, let's say your car, most of the time you have somebody fix it for you because you don't know what the fuck you're doing, right? So when it comes to the things that are going to push your life forward instead of these tangible items that are, that are replaceable, right? You hire an expert for those. You hire somebody to probably clean your car. You have a car wash, which is somebody that invested into that, that piece of equipment and that facility to wash your car. Um, because again, you don't probably have time to wash your car and you don't know how to wash it correctly. It's because you're, you, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So you hire somebody to do that. Now, when it's time to quit your job and start a business or start, uh, start something of some sort that is going to fulfill your life, or you decide to want to become healthier, you want to do it on your own, or it's too scared because you don't know where to start. Here's the deal. Hire somebody that knows what the hell they're doing, especially in the same field that you are looking into. If you want to move fast, you have to buy other people's mistakes. You have to buy other people's knowledge who have been in your position before and have gotten out of that position, right? Most of you right now are listening to people who don't even have the same goals as you. They don't have the same ambition. And in fact, they're probably comfortable with their life. So what they're doing is when you ask them or you tell them what your plans are, they cast doubt upon your plans because that's what they did and that's why they're at the position they're in now, right? When I decided to quit my job, I told my parents and they told me not to quit my job. It was a stupid decision, which again, no hate towards them. 
it's because they've never ran a business before. They never had the goal of running their own business before. So all they knew was working for somebody else, having a nine to five, having someone else cut their check, right? So what you're doing is, and this what is what I'm gonna leave you with is, you're telling the wrong people what the hell you wanna do. You're hanging around the wrong crowd and you're not willing to sacrifice certain things in your life to move forward. And these certain things could be gadgets, they can be um, TVs, they can be people that you're hanging around, it can be certain habits like drinking, smoking, um, you know, even having sex. These things are taking your energy, your focus, and your time away from getting the knowledge and getting the experience you need in order to fulfill your life in the way that you want to. So here's the deal. If you're listening to this podcast and you are not happy with where you're at in life, you need to find a way to sacrifice something that you know is dragging you down and you need to buckle down on the work. You need to do the fucking work and you need to not complain about it because if you're in a position right now that you don't enjoy, it's probably because you haven't been working hard enough. So when it comes to changing your life, changing your physique, changing your happiness, you're probably going to need to put in more work because the work you're doing right now is has gotten you to this point. And if you're not happy, then obviously the work you're doing isn't enough because you're not happy. So I'm going to end you with that. All right. If you like this podcast, I want you to share it with a friend, like it, um, and also just leave me a comment if you'd like. If So I'm going to leave you with that. If you like this podcast, um, we grow organically. So if you feel like this would touch somebody and probably get them out of the hole they're in, I highly advise you share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, um, because that is how we grow. That is how we get out there. Now, if you're somebody who is struggling with fitness, nutrition, getting your body right, understanding um, what exactly you need to do in order to get the life that you deserve as far as health-wise, you want to hit a certain number on the weight scale, you want to just become overall healthier mentally and physically, then hit the link below, fill out my coaching application, and there is where you'll find your opportunity to move your needle forward in your health. All right, so I'm going to leave you with that. I appreciate you listening. And again, share this with anybody that you feel it would touch. And until the next one, peace.